here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. country all around the world welcome to the odds couple flemington the course of history that's where we head to today the australian guineas blamey stakes a ripping card and uh, some great racing uh, out at flemington today starting early starting early the heat policy has uh, been invoked and uh, everyone will be out on the course uh, earlier than advertised during the week because uh, it's going to get very hot this afternoon always hot in the studio with a couple of uh, very fine gentlemen joining me every saturday and simon marshall and David Taggart, good morning to you both. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Simon, Simon. Uh, great opener there by you, Scoop. Thank you. Thank you. He was very loud. Was he was, he? Good <laughs> very morning, vocal. Australia. Absolutely sensational to be back in your lounge rooms. In your, we're sitting back on the recliner, the kitchen table this morning, having breaky or even driving in the car, just wanting to have a bit of a pep up and uh, kickstart your very hot Saturday and what is going to be an outstanding day of racing. Starting at 10.55, big 10 fella, 55. as what? you mentioned. Yep. 10.55, the first race I'm still doing my hair and makeup by then. You are, Tags. Got yep. the suit being pressed as we speak. And I think this is a good thing. Ladies and gentlemen, because... But my suit is being pressed? Yeah, I think it is. When was the last time you wore a suit, mate? mate I'll be there today in the suit, hey? Yeah. Well, Three-piece suit. Three-piece um, suit today in the heat. <laughs> to show people that I've got a bit of get up and go in me, a bit of toughness. Yeah, I think this is really re really good for the participants today and a, and a show of... Um, a show of, uh, well, we we, um, we care about you, the industry, type of decision to bring the racing forward because what we do have at Flemington right now was some overnight rain last night. A little bit of a thunderstorm came through. If you were watching the coverage on racing.com last night at Mooney Valley, boom, we got smashed by some rain. The track is a good five this morning. It's a good five and... Um, Not a, a soft, soft five. Soft five. Well, I mean, uh, what I'm trying to say, it's, it, it's a good that it's a five yes. rating, soft five rating, because we know the tracks can, can dry out very quickly at Flemington. So that gives the horses and the participants, uh, trainers, jockeys and all that confidence that by the time we come to the middle of the day and we're talking race seven where the blamey stakes is run and uh, that'll be at uh, 2.10, that this track will be a good three and bordering on, uh, uh, sorry, a fast two. So... Um, very good decision made by the industry today for the safety of the horse. Horses won't be pulling up sore. Horses won't be coming down the straight like Brown's cows. The jockeys will be able to get out there and get in, stuck into the heat nice and early because by race nine, when the last race comes around, it's 3.20. Everyone can pack up, concentrate on watching Sid uh, Sydney, watching Winks run around, and then, of course, Perth kicks in around... Um, what time does Perth kick in? About six. About three hours after ours has kicked in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
Seven o'clock. <laughs> we talk of industry leaders, Mr. Marshall. Uh, industry leaders support support the odds couple here uh, on SEN, and of course we thank uh, Inglis for their support to Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. Uh, their big premier sale starts tomorrow at 11 a.m. out at Oakland's Junction. Of course, Sportsbet been with us for the whole journey. Sportsbet, we love having them as part of the odds couple team. A little later on, Siggy Carr will be joining us here on the show. Uh, the inevitable, a big ride for her in the uh, Group One. Australian Guineas. Simon Vivian also uh, from Inglis will be popping in to say hello and uh, tell us about uh, the 800-odd yearlings going through the sale over the next four or five days. Yeah, it's a big day out at Oaklands. We ask you all to get out there. The refurbishment of the... Um, Brilliant it is. I went out there. I went out there the, during the week and yeah. and the... Tell us two things that are different that flipped your eyelids back. Just... just it, It's worldwide facilities now and the, the, uh, the auction ring Auditorium's amazing, amazing. Wow. Second, second to none in the world. Well, they yeah. dropped yeah. it and this table. Just, it's and just, they've given it a modern feel and it's just outstanding. You got to get out there and have a look at it because it will blow your mind. Are you on the payroll with uh, Inglis? Well, I'm trying to get there. Speaking of sponsors, Speaking of sponsors, we at the Motty Sports Bet. We love it. We love uh, sponsoring uh, racing shows like uh, the Odds Couple. Inglis do as well, and obviously uh, throughout the uh, throughout the calendar date, there's uh, themes and there's uh, times for you to promote your business. So we welcome you, yeah, ladies and gentlemen out yeah. there. If you're ever thinking of coming on board the Odds Couple, wanting to sponsor some segments or the show. Speak to Trenner, who's directly behind my uh, left armpit. He's the man here at uh, SEN, uh, uh, the odds couple. He's the producer of the show. How does he get involved? Uh, how do we get uh, hold of you? Oh, it's Croc Media, Croc Media. Come back out of the break. With Ask something. for the big T. We want sponsors. Get hold of him. Yeah, the big T. It's an award-winning show voted by the public and in he'll the street. He'll sort you out. High fives. We're uh, four or five minutes into our show. We haven't even mentioned Winks. Taps like, on the What glue. sort of racing show are you blokes running when you don't... When she in? ...mention the greatest horse in the world, about to win her, her fourth Chipping Norton. Her 23rd. The 31st race in a row. And the 23rd Group 1 in a career. Breaking all records. And you blokes, you haven't even mentioned it yet. I knew I knew it was going to be, he was going to be serious today when he came in some homework. <laughs> yeah, I know. He there got you before me. First Winks. time for everything. Wow, Sim. What, what is she doing again today? Just recap. She's racing. <laughs> racing. Roll around she goes. 1,600 metres to Chipping Norton. She equals tie the knot's record of full. We're all happy clappers in the same race. <laughs> yeah. And if it wasn't for Chris Waller, who has six of the seven runners in the race... Uh, she'd be only racing against Happy Clapper. So there you go. It's Would amazing. they actually have the race if there was only the two acceptances? Oh, they'd let it run around because it's Winks, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and if yeah. it wasn't for Winks, Happy Clapper would have won about 12 million bucks. <laughs> That's what Happy Clapper would have but, but uh, What about Wallace getting a whack from from um, other sources and, and public due to the fact that... A Waller whack? He's, he's got all these horses in the, in the one race. What about other trainers? <laughs> like, what about... Where's Trapeze Artist and, and where's all these other horses? Not, don't give Waller a whack. He's only trying to help the industry. What about all these other people that are avoiding wings? So he has to try and make up the race. No whacks for Waller here. No. Did you say she's going to equal the record of 23 Group 1 wins worldwide? Break oh. it, I think. Oh. I think it's breaking. Hurricane Flyer was the uh, uh, jumper in the UK yes. that holds the record for Group 1 wins. Yeah, 23. That was, that was the big tag said that. All right, so it's equally. Yeah, equally. No. Right, breaking. Gonna, uh, see, I'm, breaking right, I'm never wrong. I thought I was once, but I made a mistake. Oh, <laughs> this has been the best start of the odds couple ever. <laughs> it's been wonderful, isn't Great it? Show. Isn't it? Uh, heat. You talk about heat and, and the early start, 10.55 and kicking off out at Flemington. <laughs> 
What sort of effect did heat have on you guys? Yeah. You know, hot oh. days, you know, back in the 70s and 60s when you guys rode around. Well, I carried a bit of surplus, as you know, when I rode. Well, you weren't carrying surplus <laughs> back then. But, <laughs> anyway. But, but, you know, there was no heat policy then. You, you, you guys would lob up to Flemington in January on Australia Day and it'd be, it'd be 43. What, what was the, the call? Worst. Well, this day, what was it like? I only get concerned, Tim, when I have to flip over after uh, attempting to put more coconut oil on. That's the only time I get agitated with the heat now. <laughs> What about when you rode? Oh, when I rode, sorry, um, was the patent leather Not when you're going to the race. Simon was always too dehydrated. It didn't affect him. He had nothing to sweat out. It's a bit moronic sometimes. Get back on the chewy gum. It's the the patent leather boots that you wear on your feet. Oh, yeah, don't they burn? When you stand out there and talk to... Good people like yourself that own the horse, Big Sim, and the trainer. And the trainer's trying to tell you how to ride the horse and whatnot. And in your mind, you're going, mate, I hope this thing's fit. You just shut up. I'll ride it. You train it. <laughs> and then your feet are burning and you're feeling something melting on your foot. And it's your paint and leather boots. <laughs> and you're like, hurry up and get me on this horse here because my feet are absolutely burning off. Um, and it's it's when you're under the pump, the adrenaline kicks in and you're trying to breathe and you've got that uh, real dry, Oof, uh, yeah, dry nose now. and throat when you're ripping through 60 kilometre uh, winds and you're trying to hold on to a beast of 500 kilos. Very much underpaid the jockeys this day and age when you look at it like that. This day and age they always have been. I actually struggled in, this morning. I actually struggled in with the humidity when it was a humid day. That's that's what knocked me about. And Because uh, you used to just sweat more? It. No, it just drained you. It's just the humidity you know? and it's just like I think with any animal too. It's, it affected the horses well, as well. it's a good point you make because remember those thunderstorms that came in, the humidity just changed and went right up to near 90%. Andrew Mayen's an asthmatic, and he's a jockey, ladies and gentlemen, and he actually had suffered an attack and uh, couldn't breathe whilst riding a horse during a race at Flemington, I believe. So he was in a lot of trouble. Clark, of course, had to pull him up. The medics got to him, and so all these yeah. uh, all these uh, challenging, you know, circumstances you've uh, you, you got to undo. But testinal fortitude, as Don King would say, Big Sim, you've got to push through it. You've got to harden up. Adrenaline's an amazing thing. When you're put under the pump and your life is flashing before your eyes while you're riding a horse, you'll be amazed how many walls you can run through just yeah. to stay alive. <laughs> the body is an amazing thing. And you should know that. Take my hat off to all of you. And, t- and touching on Andrew The courage it takes to get on those beasts I mean, is amazing. The courage of wearing the canary yellow for Australia <laughs> with the gold chain flapping around the old hairy chest while you're coming in from the Swan Street end. Who was the smart aleck last week that put that up on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the smart aleck that put it up on Twitter? That was some of the best, mate. Yeah, if, you oh, want to, if you want to be involved in the show, you might... I might be ringing Trent from uh, tomorrow onwards because I haven't spoken to him yet about who put that up on Twitter and I suspect he may be guilty. He was gold. Guilty of that crime. Gold. What got you eye during the week? Anything? anything yeah, uh, anything? I just... Tickle your fancy? He's gone from hero to zero within a week, this kid. Who? Chris Caserta. Seriously. What's How dumb can you be? What What's he done, Big Chris? Idiocracy. Oh, I shouldn't say Big Chris. Uh, yeah. Little Chris, though. <laughs> well, who's Chris Caserta? He's, he, he, who is he? He's done it hard. He's jockey. He's an apprentice. He's Rode gone over Medora, to... the two-year-old yeah, in Star. the... Jedda Star, the two-year-old. Oh, Star, Was in the media for all the right reasons. And the well, idiot... What, what, what was he in the media? Well, he's, he's he showed people how he, to lose the weight because he had to get down to 44 kilos after riding 48. I mean, walking around 48. And he'd he done it hard and we all took our hat off to him. And then they've investigated. He's got a friggin' TAB account. He's been having a pump. Like, who puts a TAB account in their own name? So under the I rules mean, of racing, what? Under the jockeys aren't allowed to bet, right? As you know. And uh, here he is 
betting up a storm, evidently. So, uh, mm. yeah, so he's gone from hero, hero to zero. So where's that sit at the moment? Is that, oh, I think it's under investigation. Stewart, yeah. yeah, it's under investigation. So uh, hopefully there's no uh, activities on horses, but, yeah, there's a lot more. Watch your oh, space. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, that's what caught uh, Tags' eye. Anything catch your eye this week, Simon? Yeah, just condolences to Frank uh, Conlon's uh, family. Uh, this is a shocking uh, incident where Frank was riding one, leading a horse. He was riding a horse and leading one off the rain, as we call it. And um, look, apparently at his property at Woodend, and um, look, horses yeah. got a fright. One horse went one way. The, the horse that he was riding wanted to go another way, and unfortunately, Frank uh, lost his life. Um, due to, um, uh, I think he, he, he fell into a pole or something like that. Don't know the full story, but he, he lost his life riding a horse doing what he loved and uh, way too young. So I'd just like to wish uh, everybody on behalf of the uh, Odds Couple family there to the uh, Conlon family, all the very best and our condolences yeah. there for a uh, young man's life that was lost too soon. Yes, certainly was. Uh, and uh, we uh, we reiterate what Simon just said. That's uh, a very uh, sad week for racing. They've lost a, a good man and uh, uh, a family have lost uh, a good husband uh, and a good dad. So that's very, very sad news. We're going to take our first break on The Odds Couple this morning. It's 16 after 8 o'clock. Uh, the Odds Couple, of course, brought to you by Sportsbet and Inglis, Australia's leading bloodstock auctioneers. <laughs> SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back, folks. The Odds Couple here on a Saturday morning, SEN 11.16. Of course, I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, how you think the day's going to go from a racing perspective. Give us a text on 0433981116. 0433981116 is our number. Time now to uh, have a look at some general sports before we talk uh, about the English sales starting out uh, at uh, Oakland's Junction. Uh, nearly 800 horses, young yearlings going under the hammer starting tomorrow um, with uh, William Inglis out at Oakland's Junction. Before we go there, let's have a look uh, generally with Richard Hummerston from Sports Better. What's happening across the weekend sports-wise? Richie, morning to you. Oh, g'day, Scoob, gentlemen. I'll tell you what. With that intro, I never thought I was going to get to you, mate. <laughs> well, I was waiting for this thing. i tell you what, I'm just sitting in the Qantas lounge just getting ready to fly up to see the great man. Very, very Ooh. excited. But we do... Let's have a look at some sport, and we are right in the thick of it with the NBL at the moment. We've got the second game of the semi-finals today. Now, this one in Brisbane, they got absolutely touched up by Perth. Smashed. Lost by about thirty points, but. Tell you what, Perth, they do not travel well. It must be hard. They're all over 200 centimetres. That is a long flight to be crammed into cattle class because the punt, we've actually taken more money on Brisbane here at $1.94. I can't work out why. The Perth Wildcats, $1.86. But what I am pretty confident, I reckon this is going to be a defensive masterclass. So I don't mind the unders in the total match points at 169 points. That'll get you a dollar eighty-seven. Now in the game tomorrow, this one is going to be. Uh, I reckon the Melbourne United should get this one done. A dollar eighty-six. They've been really well back. Seventy percent of all cash on Melbourne. The Kings will get you a dollar ninety-four. And you're having a bet on the JLT as well. Well, I tell you what, we're just got to get excited. It doesn't matter if it's pre-season. How good is it? Footy is back. North Melbourne St Kilda is the first game today, and North Melbourne has been backed off the match. What? No one wants a bar of St it's Kilda. It's my mob. Two dollars <laughs> eighty-one. That is as long as you're going to find a side in the oh, JLT scoop. Two dollars eighty-one. We love the JLT. North Melbourne a dollar forty-four. Then we've oh. actually got a, a derby of sorts: uh, Adelaide versus Port Adelaide. A dollar fifty-four there. 
Port Adelaide, $2.48. It's going to be a big, big day. Enjoy it, gentlemen. I'm going to go see Winksy gamble responsibly. Good on you, Richie. Uh, we look forward Thank to hearing you, from you again next Saturday. And, of course, you can check out Sportsbet's Racing Special at Flemington and Rambic this weekend. Conditions apply. And, of course, gamble responsibly. Uncle Joe wants to wish his nephew, Anthony Darmanin, uh, all the very best. And um, he's riding Mystic Journey, yeah. Yeah. Australian Guineas today. Going Joey from Altona, going for his first Group One win. A Darman, old mate from Brisbane said we're not making making too much sense this morning. He's just, talking braille. I thought it was uh, okay the start, but uh, thanks for your feedback there. Well, I'll tell you who will be making a lot of sense over the next four or five days. That's the general manager of. Uh, William Inglis and uh, Simon Vivian, who has a big program of horses to sell um, out at Oakland's Junction starting tomorrow. And it's our pleasure to welcome him to the odds couple this morning. Morning, Simon. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Simon. How are you? Voice okay, is it? Uh, Those dulcet tones will be heard over the microphones selling those yearlings over the next few days. All good? Well, they're going to be put to the test, Simon, over the next four days. But look, everything is shaping up really well. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, all of our vendors seem to be pretty happy. All of the right trainers and syndicators and buyers have been out at Oakland. So I think we're in for uh, for a pretty exciting four days of sales. And good morning, Simon. The refurbishment has come up an absolute treat. Simon, it has indeed. I'm delighted with the way that it's done. Look, we, we set ourselves a, a time frame of July through till Christmas of 2018 to get it all done. And we knew that we were probably um, a bit like the boy with the, the barrow, but we, we managed to get it done. And uh, we actually did have a, um, a trotting sale here, uh, an Australian Pacing Gold sale, uh, a couple of weeks ago to give it a bit of a test run. And it worked beautifully. So I'm now excited about the, uh, the full complex going into, into full swing on Sunday with ringside dining. Look, it's going to be pretty warm out here, but obviously the creature compass that will be offered at Ringside Dining will hopefully bring the trainers and their owners inside and participate in the action of the sale. Well, we invite everybody to get out there and have a look at the $8 million uh, renovations there out at Inglis and uh, at Oaklands. But, um, Jesus, it's a very good crop this year. There is a progeny of 84 stake-winning mares, including Group 1 winners, Universal Queen, Balmere and so on. So what can we look forward to in terms of around about 800 yearlings going through? What types have we got this year there, Simon? Simon, I'm delighted with the, the quality. Having seen them all again since they've arrived on the complex, I'm delighted with the quality of the, the horses presented. Our vendors have done a fantastic job. Look, the, this seller's got a, a great reputation for being able to sell high-quality athletes. We look at races, you know, the Group 1 races today, and horses like Ring-A-Ding-Ding and Stars of Karen, Hawkshot, Crown Prospe- uh, Prosecutor, uh, Seabrook. They're all Group one, all going around in Group 1 races that went, that went through this very sale. So it's a, it's a sale that's a great reputation. We go back, obviously, to, to horses like Black Caviar going through the ring here where you can buy a high-quality racehorse. And having looked at them all, I can tell you now that there is some very, very, very high-quality racehorses to come out of this sale. What's been the topper over the years? It was a million-plus last year, I think, was the topper, Simon, was it? The, it was actually the year before, Simon. In 2017, we sold a, a Colt for $1.4 million from Gilguy Farm. But prior to that, um, the top price was 750000 The one thing that I think I probably can stress with um, with this sort of sale is that it's always represented value. The the average last year was just under 120000 I know that's still a lot of money, but when we look at the prize money available and comparing it maybe to some other sales, the value that the Melbourne Premier sale offers 
pound for pound, it, 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 it fights above its weight. You can always buy yourself a high-quality racehorse here. So to sell, it's probably going to average, I think, probably around about 115000 And some of the stallions that are represented, I'm Invincible, Fastnet Rocks, Nitzel, Exceed, Nixel, Written Tycoon, Zusar, Sebring. The list goes on. So there's something for everybody to get out there and have a look at. The conditions are going to be nice and hot today. The vendors do an amazing job. Uh, Simon, can you just touch on uh, some of the workings behind the scenes? Well, these horses have been probably in a preparation now for probably between eight and uh, between eight and twelve weeks. But generally, the average is around about a ten-week preparation. The horses come out here. Look, it's it's quite interesting when they get here. It's like sort of the, the first day of seeing kids go to kindergarten. You know, they they everything is so new to them. There's there's millions of kids to play with and all of that sort of thing. But they've settled in beautifully. And they're ready to rumble. The, you know, the, the, the staff get out here around about four in the morning. They start walking the horses. Um, they work their way right through till five thirty, six o'clock at night. Um, it's a real pressure cooker situation. But for the staff and for the horses and the breeders, this is this is their, their grand, one of their grand finals. Obviously, the, the great grand finals when these youngsters get to the racetrack. But this is a very important part of, of getting to that point and and being able to being able to bring these horses to the sale, put them in front of you know, the, the best the best horse flesh judges in. In, in Australasia and, quite frankly, a number in, from, from around the rest of the world. We've got China and Hong Kong, New Zealand, Japan, South Africa, all represented buying horses here. So hey. it's, a, you know, it's a very, very vast buying bench. Simon Vivian, thank you very much from Inglis, the premier, premier yearling sale out there at Oakland today. Just before we let you go, give us a little 10 Tomorrow sec. it starts, not uh, today, tomorrow. Well, we can get out today and look at them. Tomorrow the selling does start. 11 o'clock. Yeah, straight and after Fleming and Races, early start. We've got about 10 seconds for you to go out to the break before we come back for the news. Can you give us a little bit of a little bit of a sale, the voice of a, a, a salesman uh, when you've got a yearling going through, getting up to near a million dollars. Do you get in front of the mirror with the uh, with the airbrush and just go, yeah, but here we go, we're not Nine hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> Away you go, no, Sim. Out to that. the break. I leave that to, to racing personalities. But at one million, we're about to sell him at one million dollars, one point one, one point two. I'm going to sell him at one million two hundred thousand. All done. Yay. Thanks, Simon. Great job. Good luck over the next five days. Thanks, Simon. guys. All the best, boys. Simon yes. Vivian joining us there from Inglis and that uh, William Inglis Premier Sale getting underway out at Oakland's Junction tomorrow at eleven o'clock. Sixteen SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Are we on yet? Oh, dear, dear. oh it's tough in here on a Saturday morning. Uh, you've got to make sure you've got your wits about you um, and uh, just shut off that outside noise. When someone starts singing when you come back from a break, you just shut it out and you get on with business. And someone who's going to get on with business this afternoon out at Flemington, her first Group 1 ride on the inevitable is Siggy Carr. What a day it is uh, for Siggy. And she joins us on The Odds Couple this morning. Siggy, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good luck today. You, you ex- genuinely excited about uh, what's going to transpire this afternoon, whatever way? Yes, definitely. Just so very excited to be able to get the opportunity to ride in the Group 1. I was so excited to ride at Flemington two weeks ago, let alone stepping out there today. You greeted the judge two weeks ago. I'm sure a, a good feeling. Today, do you feel any different? I mean, going going out on the, the ultimate stage? I feel a little bit more relaxed about it, actually, because I've now been around... Well, I had to have one ride at Flemington before, but um, that was a long time ago as an apprentice. But 
to be able to get the job done on the same horse that I'm riding today, um, I can be a little bit more re- relaxed about it all. Good morning, Ziggy. Simon Marshall here. Congratulations on your victory at Flemington. That must have been a huge relief off your shoulders. Oh, it certainly was, Simon. It was just amazing. And um, to, the whole day, I was still pinching myself about it. And um, to be, like I said, to be able to go to a Group 1 after that is just mind-blowing. Can you just take us back a little? Um, you said to Scotty Brunton that you'd be happy to go over and strap her, let alone ride her on the day. Uh, your love for the horse, uh, strap him, your love for the horse is um, unbelievable. So tell us about um, how you came to uh, get the ride on the horse at Flemington in the first place. Uh, so I'd, I'd ridden him uh, down in Tassie all four wins down there. Um and Scotty actually said to me after his uh, Guineas win in Hobart, he said, you're going to hate me for this. He said, we're not going to go to the uh, Launceston Guineas or the Derby. I'm going to go to Melbourne with him. And I said, no, that's understandable. That's just, you know, like you got a horse like that and that's totally understandable. He said, you're coming with us. And I said, no, all right, then I'll come and strap him. <laughs> 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 that's about how it transpired. But, um... Yeah, even to the day that it came up to, to acceptances and he was going to put me down, I I still I, I said to him, look, I know I know what racing's like and if you want to put the big boys on over there, I totally understand. But, he, no, they, all the owners and Scott were just so loyal and stuck by me. So it was such a thrill to be able to pull it off for him. It would have been tough in a few years ago, Ziggy, because, you know, the bloke by the name of Simon Marshall would have been ringing the trainer and the owners and saying, no, oh, leave her at home, leave her at home, I'll do the job for you, fellas. <laughs> Yes, yeah, certainly. Oh, <laughs> Ziggy, you're well known for your caper, pal. To you, I would have had another ride in the race for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Um, Ziggy, tell her, can you please explain to everybody, you're um, based in Tassie, you're a dual licensed, uh, so you train and you also ride on a race days. But uh, t- can you please let everybody know what it was like hitting the front at Flemington for the first time in the CSAs yeah. over 1,400 metres in the lead up to this Guineas? Oh, yeah, I just I can't even describe it with words. Um, I think I could take it in so well because he travelled up so nicely into the turn. Um, I was obviously concerned about him over racing a little bit, and hence the reason why I, I popped him off early and and sat wide on him because the saddle. He's such a tiny little horse. His neck's very very short, and he can get a little bit awkward. And if he's pulling, um, the saddle can sort of slide forward on him. Um, so I elected to sort of roll with him and he got comfortable and he just rolled into that straight and when I had a look down the straight, I was just, it was wow. <laughs> so you go, um, you go past the clock tower with 180 to go and it's a ding-dong battle between Age of Chivalry and yourself. What are you thinking? I was very, very confident. I didn't actually realise that the margin was so close and to be quite honest, I, had a, I went um, and had a walk of the track and I had a really good look at all all the areas to take in and obviously the clock tower because that's where I was, uh, everyone's told not to go before the clock tower and I think I went 800 metres before that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> anyway, I, I was just concerned making sure I rode him right through the finish line and um, anyway, I, I actually thought I'd won by a lot more and when I uh, finished and obviously came out after the race and saw the photo finish, I was shocked how close it actually was. So you just sort of ride up behind uh, or beside uh, Damien Lane who ran second on Age of Chivalry and say, how you going, mate? Or... Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, it was like that. But look, to that horse's credit, too, it, it did fight back. But um, 
little, uh, the inevitable's got a little quirk of he, he does get to the front quite easily and he doesn't so much um, clock off, but he. He's pretty polite. Well, <laughs> he, he waits for his mates. <laughs> race eight today, folks. The Australian Guineas. And um, it is an amazing Group 1 race. It's a better field. 1,600 metres. Ziggy Carr, Scotty Brunton and the Inevitable are back <laughs> in action. Get hold of them. So, Barrier 3, what are you going to do? How are you going to ride to win today? Uh, look, I think you... I'd find him somewhere in the first five or six. Um he jumps quite well. His cabs fly away, which was unlike him last time. Um, so all going well. If he can bounce nicely, I'm going to probably make use of my gait and sit a little bit more forward than I was last time. And, yeah, and hopefully it all happens for us. And, look, from there, I couldn't have wished for a better barrier. I drew. I, I came into nine last time and I was sort of drilling my mind about what was going to happen. But at the end of the day, you don't know till those gates open. So... Virtually the horse, you, you roll with the punches there and, um, yeah, we just hope it all, all unfolds for us. Well, we're barracking for you here, uh, the Odds Couple family and all the listeners here this morning. Race 8, number 7, the inevitable Ziggy Carter ride, $14 you can get. And fancy this, folks, another Tasmanian who is now fa- oh, second favourite Mystic Journey, number 15, could very well much Quinella the race. Number 15, Mystic Journey, $4.60 second favourite with Sportsbet behind Amphitrite. Ziggy, all the very best today. Thanks for joining us. We're riding with you. All the best, Ziggy. Good on you, Ziggy. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, all the very best. What a what an exciting day. And she played uh, it down a little bit too. As she said, oh, I'll wait for the clock tower. She actually rode an absolute treat. She had a handful of horse underneath her at the top of the straight. She never panicked. And actually, she hit the front at the right time too. So if she can pull that right out again today, it's very... It's, Watch it's, out. It's a life chance. Everybody at Flemington, if she gets up and wins today, because they went off like lunatics, how good was it to see the team, uh, the ownership group, Scotty Brunton and all the, all the gang going off at Flemington. There's nothing like it. You can't describe that when your horse hits the front with 50 to go. Big Sim, can you? Well, don't worry. Uh, Did I'll... you ever get loose yourself? Did you <laughs> get funky and just... On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Quick review of uh, last week's results. You went two one-outs in the quaddy. They both oh, they got both. up that you didn't get the quaddy. Doesn't matter. The two one-outs won that. No, and plus yeah. my best. How did your best go last, you're on this last show. week? You're the on... same race as mine, wasn't it? Booker. In Sid- no, be- no, the Booker. best. Uh, wasn't it Cody Air in Booker. Sydney? Hey? Booker. No, no, you tipped Booker, but anyway. Lie, lie, pencil fire. Uh, yeah, congratulations, eh? Let's have a look at uh, the early fields at Flemington before we get into David Taggart's quaddy. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the segment where we say... Have your pens, pencils and crayons, and have your form guides be ready. Now, before we get into it, any sports bet specials? Yes, races one to five today. If you place a fixed odds bet at Flemington and Randwick and your horse runs second or third, you'll get up to $50 wow, back That's a great bonus bets. That's, this segment is brought to you by Sports Bear. That's, that's great. That's a Here's great where offer. the money is at Flemington today. Race one, numbers We're two and four. You long savings, 450 into 420. Bolted in a trial, started favourite and went crack on debut. 450 into 420, number two. Number four, Dalala 
is how you pronounce it, I believe, is $7 into $5 first starter from Lindsay Park. Two and four, race one. Race two, the money is with the favourite. Number five, Chabal. $2 into $1.50, the best-backed runner today at Flemington with Sportsbet. He's shooting for three in a row. He's a great stayer in the making. Number two, Naval Warfare, is the best-backed runner outside of number five, the favourite, $7 into $4. Five and two is where the money is. Race two. Race three. Seven and eight is where the money is. She's so high. $2.70 into $2.30. She ran quick time fresh last March. And she's two for two first up. Oliver and Price. Yeah, the money. $2.70 into $2.30. Number eight. I am someone. Good lordy me, I am. $4.50. $4.40. Back out to $4.50. Good money to suggest I am someone will run well. Seven and eight. Race three. Race four, Kulasa was terrific, winning first up, four fifty into $4. She beat some informed mares there. She led and she tackled group class, remember, last, last last prep. So she's got a bit of class. Number six, number eight, Beauty, $9 into $4.80. Six and eight, race four. Race five, Age of Chivalry. He doesn't go on to the Australian Guineas after running second at group three level behind the inevitable last start. He's $2.80 out, uh, in slightly to $2.50, I should say. Brilliant Choice has been good money for Brilliant Choice. He's my best bet for the program. Number nine, four sixty into $3.70. Four and nine, race five. This is the first leg of the quaddy, folks, at Flemington today. Race six, Grunt. He is the best-backed runner, uh, $4.20 into $3.30. Number seven, Furion, $6 into $3.70. Now, Grunt, we know he's a Group 1 winner, and he's three for five at Flemington. He's got to carry the 61.5 kilos, but he's trialled okay. So, Grunt, number one from seven in race six. David Taggart, this is the first leg of the quaddy. Your numbers, please. Yeah, well, them, them two horses have come in because of the uh, scratching of Widgie Turf, of course, uh, which, yeah, which I thought he would have nearly won. Uh, so, I've... I've only gone the two horses, as you say, the well, best horses in here. Race uh, in race six, the first leg numbers one and seven. Uh, Grant is a Flemington horse. He, he's won three from five here, and uh, and of course Furion. Be uh, nice to see what he's given uh, to Da Hayes now. So we'll see how he gets him going out of from we. So the numbers here one and Lindsay seven. Park. Yes. One and seven, gee. Gone with the fives. Okay. Not much value you. there. Yeah, so well, some value yeah. as we go on. Thank you for the enthusiasm. Had me two one ounce guy last week. Race seven. Eight. Here Eight. are the numbers in this order. The money is with number six and then one. Six, Johannes Vermeer. He returns after a long layoff. Geez, a couple of years ago, he was brave and second Wolf. in a in a Melbourne Cup. Melbourne Cup. Yeah. And um, he is back on the scene. Now, you've got to remember, he ran Galo Chop to a head. Uh, first up last pre- last time he resumed, and he's, six, he's 1,600 metres today from an awkward gate, though, but uh, the money suggests he's ready to go. $4 into 360, number six, Johannes Vermeer. Number one material man outside of number six is the best-backed runner, 650 into $3.90. We haven't seen the best of him in his two runs in Melbourne, the Perth horse, but he'll run well today. Six and one, race seven, David. No movement for Tommy yeah, Melbourne? Tom who? Tommy Melbourne. Sorry, mate. Who's he played for? Nanya. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, great to see uh, Johannes Vermeer back. Uh, now, don't laugh at me. I'm putting in number eight, Mighty Boss. 
I know he hasn't won since since the upset of the, the Caulfield Guineas. Uh, his first up run, he blew out late. I thought he was actually nearly going. He looked a winner for a stride. Mighty boss, yeah. Come on, man. Well, if it's good enough for Riley to take the ride, it's good enough for me to put him in a quaddy in it. So the numbers here. I know he's a genius, but yeah, he's mighty, not Harry know, Potter, mate. Yeah. You'd have Tom <laughs> Melbourne in if you got Mighty Boss. In. No, no, no. I bet you Mighty Boss beats home Tom Melbourne. You got this anyway. on record. So, so the numbers are one, four, five, six, and eight. No Tom Melbourne there. Mighty one, four, five, six, and eight in the second leg of the quaddy. I'll get a full body wax. You, you know, know, no, uh, you know, Tom Melbourne's avoiding no, winks. Johannes full body wax. either. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Number six, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. God, I'm not as hairy as you, Simon. Have a look at your sports bed app, mate. Okay. What race are we up to? We're up to the third leg of the quaddy. Okay, that's race Concentrate, eight. Concentrate, will you please? Numbers fourteen this is and important. four. Oh, it's this mighty boss has thrown me. Pick me up off the floor. Good lordy, help me, Jesus. Fourteen Amphitrite, four forty, and a four fifty, as well as Mystic Journey number fifteen, four eighty into four fifty. They're the two best backed runners, fourteen and fifteen. But ring a ding ding, backing oh, oh, oh. up from Wait for Age level last week when he screamed from home, flew home down the middle of the track. He's a good Flemington horse, number four, ten dollars into seven dollars, fourteen, fifteen, and four is where the money is for the Australian Guineas, Dave. Yeah, not going going to disagree there. The two fillies go in Amphitrite. And Mystic Journey. Uh, be great for Darman and Roddy's first Group 1 winner. If it's not C, it's got to be Dharma. Good luck. Yeah, good luck, Anthony. Uncle uh, number Joel. one, Extra Brute. Look for an improved run from him today. He's second up, the Derby winner, and of course, Ring a Ding Ding, suited back at Flemington. Loves the joint. Uh, um, so the numbers here are 148, 14, 15. I do have, I have left the inevitable out. Who was it that sang, Ring my bell? Oh, stop. <laughs> What were those numbers? Did you give the numbers then? <laughs> One, four, eight, 14, box. 15. One, no. four, eight, 14, box. and 15. One, four, eight, Colette, 14, and 15. Was it Colette? Final leg. Someone will tell us. Yeah, it was Colette. Yeah, Jason Colette. Hey, race nine. Come on, get up back on track, you two. You're getting off the money. Anyway. Race nine, 14 and 12. Clarice Cliffs. $3.40 into $2.60. Clarice. Clarice. Of the lambs. Yes, into $2.60, the best-backed runner. Bit of specking here, 13 into 11 for number 12, La Tigerisa. So 14 and 12, a race and nine at Flemington, the last leg of the quaddy, Dave. I can't work this race out. It's, oh, I mean, you've got Oaks winners, you've got Group 1 winners in, in this race, and yet you look at it and you go, it's not a lot of depth to it, over 1,400. Don't know how Clarice Cliff's a 6-4 to favourite. It's coming out of a BM70 win. I know it ran some time, but earlier the, the race before too, the Class 1 only ran 0.2 of a second, Slower than it. And uh, it won last night, though. It did win last night. Um, Crystal Eyes won yeah. by three quarters of a length. Yeah, so you take, Chris- so you take Crystal Eyes out of that best. race. It only wins that BM70 by two lengths. And here it goes into a Group 3 race today, and it's six to four favourites. So, yeah, someone called the cops. I can't work that one out. So, so what are you saying? You can't win or can't it? <laughs> Mate, I'll put it in, but I reckon it's the lay of the day anyway. So, a little bit um, aggressive there. That's yeah, so like this. It. Come on. I've gone the numbers 1, 2, and 14. So it's $150 for, for the whole unit. 1, 2, and 14. Is that all in the last leg? Yeah, I just it's it's got me pickled. We're going to take a break and then come back and go over those numbers and get our best all around the country. Is that okay? Pickles are good for rehydration. Tags only came off Pickle his high chair then. Hey? Little man only came off his high chair. He got that excited. Yeah, it's going to be another four. Day. Sixteen SEN, the Oz Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. 
Yep, that's the odds couple. All right, thanks to English, Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. Let's quickly go through the quaddy numbers. Uh, first leg, one and seven. Second leg, one, four, five, six and eight. Third leg, one, four, eight, 14, 15. Uh-huh. And the final leg, one, two and 14. Correct weight. All makes sense? $150. Okay, there you go. Uh, good luck, punters out there. Good luck, David. Let's uh, hope you can get one home. Best around the country, Simon Marshall. Race nine, number eight in Sydney today, Renewal. I think this horse first up from a... Uh, I don't mind him drawing out a little bit with the softness in the track earlier in the week. They'll be getting off the fence. David? I, I like Maximus in that race. But anyway, it's, it is tough racing today. Race five in Sydney, number one, Dreamforce. Ranier, race eight, number five. For me, the $27. Thanks Ranier. for coming. Uh, thanks to English. Australia Guineas. Big day tomorrow out there at yeah. Oaklands Junction. Australia's leading bloodstock auction here. Get out there. At uh, 11 o'clock tomorrow, they kick off. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.